This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very, very, very happy Thursday to all of you. We've almost made it to the weekend. We're almost there. Through the bye week, Huskers, they're going to face off against Illinois at home here next week. We're just inching closer and closer and closer. But still lots happening in sports, including the NBA. We'll get to that here in a second. 402-464-5685. Sorry, Heyman, text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you head over to YouTube, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us a share. We appreciate you. Our goal now is 3,000, and we will not stop until we get there. Strick, as always, we are brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. <laughs> there it is. Mary, Mary. I know you're good. Oh, Mary Ellen's. You thought I didn't know, huh? No, I, no, I, I knew know you knew. Did. All I'm saying is this is around that time. You might be getting a late lunch, early dinner. Doesn't sound too bad. Doesn't sound bad. Spoil Go yourself. There, make it Thursday. <laughs> they bring, you know, they bring it. I'm, I'm going to start showing up on Sunday. Oh, really? You okay. know, they, Mary Ellen's comes in and caters for the groups. Are you serious? On the show on really? Sunday. I might just come in here and sneak <laughs> in here on a Sunday and get a little meal or two. It's that good. Is yeah. that I would definitely be fine sneaking around and getting some Mary Ellen. So if you're in your car right now and you're headed over towards 27th and Pine Lake, go ahead and stop by. Tell Charles that we said, hey, tell Charles that we sent you here on the block. That we and said. tell him, go Giants. What's that? What's that? And yeah, tell, and then go Giants. Because the Giants, they look pretty darn good. And I know Charles is a big Giants He's guy. a big Giants He man. knows that uh, Eli's elite. He knows that Eli <laughs> no, is, no, what's no. my word, trash. No, 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 no. He no. knows Eli's Eli trash. Eli is elite. Well, Strick, that, that's a good segue because there's one team that you can definitely probably put in the trash category right now. That's the Brooklyn Nets. So last night they host the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, this one was ugly from the start. So at the end of the first quarter, the Pelicans led 32-14. to 14. They would go on to win 130 to 108. Keep in mind, this was in Brooklyn. Their big three was all playing. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Strick, I know yesterday you said uh, the team to watch out for is the Nets. Again, it's only been one game, so I don't want to have too much of a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. But I'm going to do a knee-jerk reaction and say, you know what? The Nets are not back. Um, Very lackluster. Uh, some of the words that I think that they used to describe the night, the opening night game that came out of the group was not in the positive. Here's some of the things they said. Rattled, clunky, Ew. tense, antsy. Um, antsy, I don't know if that's one of the ones. You know, you would have hoped coming out of your first game, having a pretty solid exhibition run, doing well, looking like the chemistry was was just good and Maybe, solid yeah, and gelling. Yeah, yeah. Some of your young players were really starting to step up and, and you starting to feel good about kind of the opening of the season. So words that you would have thought on your first game at home coming off that would be commanding or dominant or yeah. were felt confident. Especially you against know, the Pelicans. Exactly. You, yeah, know? Yeah. you know, Zion's first time looking at a court for quite some time. 
uh, played very well. And the big three in Brooklyn right now, just, I don't know, man. I, you know, again, 130, that means you're not playing any D. No. That means guys are blowing by you, walking by you. And, and when I looked at a lot of it, it was dumb turnovers. It was uh, backcourt violations. It was travel. I mean, like easy traveling calls. It was KD doing what he's been doing for his career as the slim reaper, getting by somebody, losing the ball just on his own. Uh, just it, it was it was just ugh. Well, what's yeah, so was, interesting, too, is <laughs> you talk about defensive side of the ball. One of the big reasons they got rid of James Harden for Ben Simmons is that they had absolutely zero defense. Zero. Like, it, like zero, zero, as in probably would have given up more than 130. You add Ben Simmons, he plays 23 minutes. He goes two for three from the floor. He has five rebounds, five assists, fouls out, but still had four points. So, I – yeah. What do you think, Strick? I mean, the, but the, the thing is, and this is the question I have for you, because you played in the NBA for a long time. You played against some super teams. You played against some teams with some superstars. Is, is there something to be said for some superstars just don't gel and they won't gel? I, I, I would I would say that that's probably the case. It just depends, right? Uh, you, If you're going to have multiple superstars on a team, they have to have um, – a balance in their style of play. Okay, you understand. Right. This is this is why um, you don't. And I also say you don't dictate offense based on um, just just the style that you want to play. You do it based on the type of team that you have. Right. This is why Golden State does so well. Right. Um, yes, people say that Steph Curry is a point. No. He really isn't right. because of the style of the, that they play. He, everybody, if you're going to say who's a point guard dang near, you, the majority of the time who handles the ball in a lot of cases, who is that? Draymond Green. Right. Right? Large high assist numbers. They allow Steph to do and run and be like Reggie Miller yeah. or be like um, Rip Hamilton. Thing. Yeah. And Clay does the same. They have a lot of ball movement. Um, you might even say that Jordan Poole is maybe the point yeah. guard, right, of that team. Uh, and, and so in this instance, you have guys, two guys that pound the ball. This is why it was easy to have the big three that you had with Cleveland when you had LeBron James and you had Kyrie and you had Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Right? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was because you can kind of go off of both of them and you can allow Kyrie, you can allow times – for um, LeBron to do what he does. And a lot of LeBron's stuff when he was with that team was in some post-up situations, in some creative on one-on-one pick-and-roll situations. Uh, but a lot of that came on offensive break-type situations too. His his layup, his dunk numbers, all of that was through the roof. When you needed a bucket bucket, you went to Kyrie yeah. in that situation. And then the stretching of the floor of what Kevin Love could do. So it's it, still it, rebounds. It's complimentary, yeah. right? But this team is the problem with this Golden. I mean, this uh, Brooklyn team is this: they got murdered on the rebounds. The Pelicans killed them on the interior by rebounding a oh, whopping my God forty two point nine percent of their missed shots. That means. That means anytime the ball was on the rim, in any bricks, <laughs> they were getting it and putting it back in. Second chance opportunity. That's why you can't let it happen for good teams because they'll kill you. 
and that's what actually killed them and this is why they dominated that game they just don't have they don't have i guess the want the will the desire or the size to be able to do it. You can't put a Valanchunas on freaking Zion Williamson. He murders him. You can't put the Slim Reaper on him. He dominates him. You can't put some of the other backcourt guys, Nick Claxton or even Simmons yeah. can't really hold his jock strap because he's just too physical. So you that's that's the dominating factor that they had. And then you got a dog like Brandon Ingram. You know, Ingram is he's a scorer. He's he's a dog too. He's a scorer. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't even realize it was a bad matchup. the rebound numbers were 61 to 39. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy in an NBA game. But I mean, that's that's what happened. That's a lot. Do you think too when I look at this Brooklyn team and I want to ask you because I feel like when you were playing the teams maybe maybe they managed the salary cap better, maybe there are more role players in the NBA. I just look at this team and you look at the bench. Their best player off the bench was Patty Mills who is really getting up there in age. I mean, he was on those mm-hmm. Spurs teams back in the mid-2000s mm-hmm. that were playing When they were well. making runs. Mm-hmm. And, and then another one in Edmund Sumner, and the only reason I know that name is because he played for the Pacers for a while. Right. I look at teams in the NBA, and I think Golden State's a good example because last year they had depth. You can look at that Cleveland team like you mentioned. They had depth. If a team is like, like these top-heavy star teams – Without a bench, without players that play that role, do you see it like can they win a title? See, that's the thing. It's so it, in the opposite form of what you have in football. We talk about this all the time. The success of most football teams are going to come unless you have a super elite Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Right, right. You know um, uh, who else? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. You know even. Uh, even now, it's tough. And and Aaron, right? Aaron is maybe a Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? That group. But but here's a so in the complementary of that for basketball is salary cap situations. When you have two to three guys on on super max, this is why Philly's going to fail because they can't move Tobias Harris, and the others can't do it because you have a lack of. And you have to pay Maxi, and you got to pay Maxi. So. When those guys at that top-tier level are not those type of guys that are producing, you can even look at the Lakers. You're like, wait a minute. Westbrook's an MVP. Um, LeBron's an MVP. And Anthony Davis is a top-tier center in the league. And they don't even make it basically to the plate because they're looking like they're headed down that road too. You've got to ask that question. So you've got to look at it where you've got to do the same things. I think you have to have a two-tier. You're seeing it starting to fall off now a little bit. Phoenix, is, Phoenix has figured it out a little bit. They figured out how to keep some of their yeah, young guys, players, yeah. get the great role players, because you have to have that in the league because there are going to be injuries. You're playing 82 games. You're going to have situations like that that you're going to need guys that are going to be able to step up. And teams like – like I, I think teams like Dallas, have an, they've, they've done well. Now that some of their guys are getting healthy, mm-hmm. now that they've made some additions, they're they're going to be a team to look at. Even even with the Pelicans, Pelicans, you know. I was just about to ask you. Zion yeah. comes back, and and I know they, that if he would have had Zion in the playoffs, if they, if he would have stepped up, <laughs> they could have made a run. Well, he was hurt. Well, well, don't let me get me started. All right, that. this is what I'll say about Zion. Let me start on that. He's losing a little bit of weight. I'm gonna tell Still you right too now. Big. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, Strick. And you can call me. You can call me crazy. You can say whatever you want. I'm telling you, if Zion stays healthy this entire season, he'll win the MVP. 
trash. <laughs> I tell you, that's a trash I'm comment you right now. No, I'm telling you, no way. His game ain't there yet. Until until I see this stroke stroke happening, listen, like what Giannis has done with his stroke stroke. Until I see that from from uh, a consistently from uh, Zion, you can scheme Zion. Can you think, though? Yes, you can. Because I yes, it, and I want you to talk about this because obviously it makes it tough you know, because you Brandon Ingram is is a beast, right? And I'm this so they've be got my other comparison, pieces. and mm-hmm. you can tell me you can tell me if I'm wrong. You played with them. I look at Zion and I think of Charles Barkley, who won an MVP. But guess what? Charles he had Barkley, shooters around him. Why, why, he had why, shooters why, around him. But 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 when did Charles, he couldn't shoot? When when Charles won the MVP, he would bust your eye drums with threes. Really? Yes. Go back and look at it. When Charles won the MVP that year, he look. What what year was it? I think I want to say ninety four. Charles, keep keep talking. I want to say it was ninety four, but I look at them as the same thing. It's just a physical specimen. Who's going to stop Zion? I'm going to look at. I'm going to get the post. That's why I want to know. You can say the same thing about Shaq. Shaq could never shoot. Oh, but he was just super dominant, and that's not that's not Zion. You don't think Zion nah. can get to that point? He's not that. Um. Okay. Charles stats for each season. I want to say it was ninety four. Ninety four was the year that he won the MVP. Uh, if so, that's pretty good memory. You got to give me credit for that. If I can just think of that on the fly of when Charles was was the MVP, because I'm going to say ninety four. Ninety four is what you say. Stats. You'll have to let me know. Because I, I, I'm curious. Help me on the Sarah Hammond I tech know. line. Because I know that Charles Barkley won an MVP. I know that for a fact. And I'm saying this is the year that Zion wins the MVP. You know the crazy part, too, Strick? Zion's the favorite. Negative. Yes. If they're putting that out there, let's see. You say 96. No, 94. 94. Am I right? No, yes. I think it was 94, 95. 94, 95? Oh, so I was wondering. No, it was a year that they, they – Let me look. It was a year that they won the championship. No, he, Charles never won one. He did win an MVP. He won an MVP. He didn't win a, he didn't win a title. No, no, He but they played, the, they played the Bulls in that. And I think it was 96, right? All right, he was the most valuable player in 1993. 93. 93. He shot 30% from three. It's not great, but for a big guy, when we didn't shoot threes – that is true. Thirty percent for a guy that that that's not what he does. He shot thirty percent. All right, there. you're not buying Zion. Then what about Durant? MVP? Negative. Not sold. I'm not sold on them even right now until I see more. I'm not even sold on them being in the top five of the Eastern Conference. Really? If they don't get it together, if they can't handle that situation, they've still got to battle Cleveland. They've still got to battle Philly, who can pound them as well on the boards. They still a young Hawks team. I don't know. They could probably match up with them, but they've got to deal with Orlando. Orlando's got you know some big boys, Bamba, uh, Banchero, Banchero, yeah, you know, big boys at pound. So I don't know, man. I just I'm, I, I don't know, man. If they can't correct that issue, that's going to be a major issue for them rebounding. So it looks like. What to do me. you do with Simmons then? Simmons got to step it up. He's got to step it up. You, I mean, if in order to take advantage of your situation, if you're Ben Simmons, you've got to rebound because that's what he does well. He does well in the open court. He gets out in the open court. 
and he creates opportunities not only for him but is also his teammates. So that's where they're 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 in trouble if they can't rebound. If they can't rebound, they can't do what they do well. Well, I ask you this, Drake, because the text line brings this up, and this is an interesting question because Jaden Ivey looked really good last night. I think we have a Pistons fan on the line. They say, "What about the Pistons?" Uh, look, great the young team beat the Magic last night. Solid young team. Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, solid young team. Solid young team. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against the Pistons. I like what they did. In a lot of their off-season moves, um, they got a good young core. They got a good young core. That that they're one of those cores that haven't yet been burdened by any salary cap, salary cap situations or issues. The teams that are struggling right now that need to make moves has got to be San Antonio. They need to do something significant. They've got to find it. Toronto is teetering. They're kind of on the verge. Um, we're we're going to see what this this Dejounte Murray situation does for the Hawks. In that addition, we're still watching that. I still think Orlando is far away. Miami's still solid. Miami's still got a solid solid group and core to themselves on the East. Strick, the more you're talking right now, it's like I don't know where the Nets That's what are I'm saying. In the I mean don't I mean don't don't trip. I mean Washington's got some pieces that that can, you know, burn you if you, you know, don't nah, come to Bradley Beal. The real deal. They got to figure out what they're going to do with him. The max you know, deal. Whether they're going to move him or not. Or the steal you know. Bradley Beal. Travis and Lincoln helps me out. He says Luke is the favorite. All right. I think last I saw, Zion might be top three. He might actually be the favorite. Uh, Texter Luca's also favorite. Says, uh, Texter also says Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum MVP. Uh, no, I don't uh, think that's there I'm yet. not so sure about that one. But I'll ask you this because, Strick, I, there was a lot of discrepancy who was going to be the first overall pick in the draft that ended up being Paolo Bancaro. I saw today that he had a, a first game that's only comparable to. LeBron. Now, I don't know what their barometer or what, what they're looking at when they say that, but he finishes with 27, nine rebounds, and five assists. <laughs> what? But how, how do you evaluate that? Because when we were coming out of the draft last year, there was a lot of talk of who's going to be the first overall pick. Ben Carroll kind of seemed to be the odd man out in the discussions. He eventually became the number one overall pick. Chet Holmgren's out for the season. Uh, Jabari Smith is... I believe playing. I, I didn't really hear too much about him last night. So wh- when you see Bancaro, how, how how do you evaluate him? Because you said that you like I, this Magic team. I, I said I said going in, I thought Bancaro was the most ready, body, physical, um, coming into the league with the style of play. I said if he could if he could branch out and expand his game, which he's done. You can tell he's worked on his game. His handle is is right. pretty solid. He's got nice range. He can knock down shots. He's got he's got he's got creativity, physicality. He's got all the pieces that make can make him a star. I, I like him to be the front runner as far as rookie of the year. Oh, absolutely. No Especially question. after last night. He proved that he's in the magic. I mean, that they're, they're they're still growing. They're still a team that is trying to find their identity and all that, so he'll get a lot of opportunities. Uh, I think Suggs is gonna end up being a bust for them. Ooh. I think Suggs. I mean great defender. I like Jalen Suggs. I, I just I think he's a great defender. I, like I just don't I don't guys. think that I don't think that draft's gonna end up working out for them. He'd probably end up getting traded. I'm a big fan of the, the Gonzaga guys because I like Demonis Sabonis, who ended up getting traded uh, now the Kings. Ben's got a question. I'm going to ask you this, Strick, because we're gonna, uh, we'll are gonna make this a little ask Strick. Is LeBron going to be able to stick around long enough to play with his son? He's going to try. He's still looking like he could do it. It's just a matter of where he's going to be able to do it. Is it going to be with the Lakers? I think if the Lakers, the Lakers, if they're going to get any better, they need to make a move. They need to just unload. They need to unload him. They need to unload Westbrook. Just because of age, you get you maybe want to keep, but I would even unload him. I'm I would clean house 
and start from the beginning. Because the only one that you're really going, for the Lakers, the only one that you're really going to get something back for is Anthony Davis. I'd agree. Right? You're not getting anything. They're going to want something from you to get rid of Westbrook. So really, no one's going to give up. No, no, they're going to give up nothing. So you're going to end up basically waiting till his contract either extends out or somebody takes him at the trade deadline and they basically say, we don't really need your services. Similar to what they did to John Wall. Right? So that's another piece. Watch out for the Clippers. Now that's interesting what's what's going on with the Clippers right now. There's there's talk out there in the Twitter sphere that they're trying to possibly look at bringing Kawhi Leonard off the bench. I saw that. I sent you that today, and I don't understand that. That's that's what what is that? I don't know. I don't know what do you team. Well, do you think they're trolling? Maybe it's the injury? Do you think they're just trolling? Yeah, because guess who they play tonight? The Los Angeles Lakers. Oh gosh. Do you think maybe they're just trolling? It could be, man. But because I just don't see I mean, I, I like what John Wall's been doing in the offseason. He's got his body back. He looks healthy. He looks strong. He looks physical. He looks like he was getting busy in the offseason workouts. I saw him out in LA and in Houston. Um, but we're gonna see. I, I'm I'm interested to see how that game goes tonight. I'm interested to see how it goes too. Uh, and then the, the the last question I just have for you, then Strick. We'll we'll just go with this one. The Nets, the way that this is working out, and what Kevin Durant did, leaving the Thunder, uh, deciding to go to the Warriors. Sutter Hammond text line. Listen to this one: four zero two four six four five six eight five. Help Stricky. This is this is lifeline. Help, help Stricky because Stricky. I know where this question is going. Let's go. So he goes to the Warriors. He gets his two championships. Some are saying, debatably, the the best team to ever be assembled. Now he's with the Nets. And he's got help. He's got a guy in Kyrie Irving who won a championship with LeBron. What does this say about Kevin Durant's legacy? I give Kevin I Durant. Know. I, I give know. his legacy right now. Still, he's got a great legacy. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. No, oh, for sure. But I'm saying it's giving his legacy right now. I give it in the words and in the same vein that one of my great comedians would say it. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I give them legacy of Kevin Durant two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. I think he made a big mistake. Because he was that guy. For I a think while. he made a big mistake trying to go out on his own. I understand why you do it. You're you're listening to conversations. You're hearing pundits talk. You're saying it's really he, Steph Curry's. People team. were very critical when he went to the Warriors. You know what I mean? You're you're hearing all of those things. And then, and, and then you're the guy. You you are the MVP guy of the team and in the playoffs and so forth. So you're like you're still talking about. Let me go out here and do it my way. And you really realize. So here's why I knew it was trouble. You couldn't do it with the big three that you had, which was a solid big three, a young core in Westbrook and Harden. and Harden when you were young fellas. And look, I attribute a lot of that to a young Westbrook who was. Listen, if I was scheming an old Oklahoma City team, you have um, a super alpha in Westbrook and just a beta alpha in Durant who couldn't really challenge him. And so I'm looking at that as a lot of those games that they lost, if I'm a scouting report and I was doing scouting reports on Oklahoma City, I used to do it like Kobe. We used to do this with Kobe. We used to say, okay, listen, the Lakers have Shaq and they have Kobe. We are going to allow Shaq 
to do whatever he wants to do. Let him go for 35. Why? It's going to frustrate Kobe. If Kobe's not getting touches and Shaq is dominating, cool. We're all right with that because we can foul him. We just stay close. We can foul him. We can get in field goal, you know, get a, get a couple of, you know, buckets out of the missed free throws. That's how we used to beat the Lakers. We knew that Kobe would get frustrated. He would press, and he would start taking bad shots. That's, that's how you beat Oklahoma City back then. You let Kevin Durant get busy. It frustrates, it, it frustrates the ego of Westbrook, and he's going to take bad shots, and you just take advantage of those runs. Game of NBA is a game of runs. That's when you have those runs when they're having those moments, and that's what we used to do defensively. That's, what I, that's, what, that's why they couldn't win is because in the playoffs, when the lights are on, you want to be that guy. You want everybody calling your name. You want the, you want the newspapers to be all up on you. You want to do your thing, and you end up, taking bad shots and bad situations and bad timing. That's the thing about the NBA. We always say time, score, situation. That's what they didn't do. That's why they couldn't win. And here we are. Here we are. And now I think the, his legacy, it's, it's a question I think about his legacy is in trouble. I think it's in trouble. I mean, it's not It's not. he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, oh, no doubt. There's no question. But his legacy as far as he couldn't get it done is going to show up because Steph Curry did what? Got it done. Again. With the same people. Few additions, with, add pool. With pool great and scouting. Add those guys. You got it done, though. It's tough. No, I, I, and it's just because we were talking at one point, Kevin Durant possibly in the top 10 player of all time. And now when you just look at how this is all unfolded, eh, I'm not so sure about that. Mm. It's sad. I mean, only time will tell. Who knows? Maybe the Nets will turn it around. Maybe Ben Simmons will figure it out. I don't know. I wouldn't put money on that. We got to take a quick break. We're going to talk some NFL after this. Sounds like Dak. Ooh. Might be back, possibly. Dak could might be. be back. We'll get into that up next on the block. 93.7 The Ticket.